Hi, O'Neill here. Loving dogs and their people. Are you moving? Are you having life changes? The transitions that impact your dog and it could be someone doing an overseas tour or a college bound or there might be divorce, downsizing, lost a family member or another pet passes away. These are moments of transition and what I want to talk about today is ways to address for a smoother transition with love and care for your best friend. Plus, often these events are not solo and they involve more than one major change. So a divorce might involve a move. And so that's a double. And maybe the family is split up and children go or, or it, it, there can be all kinds of things. And it impacts the the pets as much as it does, you know, the children and the adults. So the changes really, they really do affect every member of the family and the pets will be impacted. And so I wanted to address that. You know, we see these videos of service people returning home to a crazy joyous dog reunion and they're so powerful. And have you ever had an experience like this yourself where you've been gone and you've come back and had that greeting? Well, I have, and I was blown away by the emotional connection and my dog's level of love and devotion and, and my huge feelings of love and devotion for my dog. And those are incredible. But what we often don't see shared in the news or otherwise is the scene of a dog waiting by the door for hours every single day or sleeping in their special someone's chair and not wanting to leave it. They may disappear under a bed or run off. And behaviors may change, routines, and they may not be related to the change and may be frustrating and confusing to you. Then the dance of misunderstanding can enter. So changes in relationships and dynamics affect most and adapting takes time. Sometimes we're on short fuses or we're impatient or we're, we're not connected with ourselves right now and, and we're dealing with our own stuff and we're inward and we're not seeing what's going on around us. So there's no judgment here. It's just a matter of how can we cope and you might be listening to this and it may not be about you. It may be about a friend or a neighbor or a family member and you can be someone that can help them. One of the things is like moving and you may relocate far away from her local friends and places so dear and familiar. And, and if movers are going in and out of your home and there's all these different people and change happening, that's a really good time to create your pet or have them stay with a trusted friend or relative or even a daycare while the, the man strangers move about and in and out of doors, focused on their tasks and not the safety of your pets. That's oftentimes when they just leave. 
and a lost pet just adds even more and and we don't want that to happen for you or your pet and sometimes what you're dealing with is in that change is depression within your animal and how do you know what are the signs because they 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 may just be quiet but they may be dealing with something more so some of the signs to, to look for is your dog is like tired and lackluster I just don't want to do anything you know that was that hiding out going under the bed tail hanging head down disinterest they don't want to eat or all they want to do is eat because that's that's an emotional checkout as well that can be a sad or a stressed dog we talked about going into hiding and being withdrawn and others over groom you know that's their soothing self-soothing if you have that that's a good idea to say okay let's go do a walk let's go do something maybe you just you groom you pick up a brush and you spend time bonding just so that that behavior used for self-soothing doesn't become a habit which becomes something bigger see if you can play some game find your dog something to be interested in interrupt that behavior gently and lovingly and they may not want to go for a walk you might grab your leash and normally your dog is jumping up and down because a leash means walk and this might be I'm just gonna get up and head to the bedroom because I don't want to go for a walk I just don't feel it maybe just sit on the porch with your dog and watch the world go by just find ways and you may have visitors coming by and, and normally that they're, they're real excited about those guests or dog friends and now they're not they're not interested so just pay attention see what you're seeing and don't make anything wrong how can you help your dog well if there's the there's the emotional stuff that can be there stress anxiety depression sadness which are normal behaviors that that you know beings have and then there's also could be hidden in their health be health concerns so and it, particularly too if you start getting other behaviors so if you find something out of the ordinary it just seems like it's a little bit more the very first step I would encourage you to do is go visit your your pets veterinarian who knows them and has records on them and they can see you the very first thing you want to do is see is there a health issue here because my motto is check that immediately and first because if that's a concern you want to if you get it quickly it's an easier fix than if you wait too long and then it's a bigger deal and sometimes they might be acting out because they don't know how else to get your attention so they might do things just to say help I need help so do make a visit to your vet if there's any concern whatsoever even just the slightest not there's nothing wrong with that it's really good to keep your pets on schedule we're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth in a minute and do allow them space 
and help to make sure that they know that they're loved and that their their needs are taken care of and their comfort is taken care of. And that you can give them space because if there's a whole lot going on, maybe that's the best thing for them is to go someplace quiet. Okay? I mentioned that you may um, encounter behavior changes from your pet or you may be giving behavior changes to your pet because you're going through things. And these changes may be undesirable to you, to them, to both of you. And so please be patient and kind to all. So again, we're talking about transitions. And the first thing that I would say that's most important is safety. Because when our life goes topsy-turvy and you may be distracted and you leave doors open. Someone may come in like the movers that we're talking about earlier or your dog just may slide on out. Cats, it's a big deal. I mean, you can think your cat's disappeared and three days later your cat shows up from underneath the bed or who knows where or stuck in a couch. So you just want to be, you know, cognizant of them and be gentle with yourself and with others and put things in place. So some of the basics that I would be looking at is make sure that we're taking care of the house training. Is your dog given plenty of opportunity to be watered, fed, and taken out? And you might say, oh, my dog is just like clockwork. It's at 7 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock with the dog walker, 8 o'clock at night. That's it. Well, not anymore. It might be 11 times today because they're going through stress and their body's not acting the same. It's not regular old Joe time. It's different. So even if you're saying, no, this is the routine, put in allowances. Find ways to, to make sure that you keep certain important things in place and don't think that they're always going to be the same, particularly in, in high transition periods. Try to keep the meals the same. Try to keep some of those things, the regular times in place for going outside and then add more. Maybe more exercise, more play, more engagement, more quiet loving time. You'll benefit from it just as much. If your dog starts having house training accidents in the home or during the transition when you may be staying at someone else's house, you might be moving across country, who knows, and you might be going through time changes, all these things impact them as well. That just leash them. Put your dog on a leash, keep them on a leash, keep them safe. And then also, if your dog is really close to you, you're going to read those signals. So instead of them sliding off into the other room to go you know, take care of business, they're right there and they start giving off signals like restlessness. Oh, you need to go to the bathroom? Let's go on outside. So you're setting yourself both up for success and keeping good training in place. And then if you change, like a, like a divorce, maybe your schedule changes. Maybe you're a stay-at-home person and now you're in an office. 
So you, you need to do a new schedule. And let's say you're changing and you, and you have like a week before you start that new schedule. Don't spend every last moment with your dog during that week because you want that dog to feel good. And then the next week you're gone because then that could be a problem. Right there could cause the anxiety, the separation anxiety, damage, anxiety, stress. So during that time, yes, set up schedules and find ways to help your dog learn the new routines if they're changed. Transition, again, there's that word, transition. And each time, sometime each day, find a way to sequester them away, maybe in a kitchen with a baby gate and a long-lasting toy while you're in another room unpacking. So you're not in sight, but you're still present and your dog is getting used to spending time alone and then just gradually increase it to what it's going to be real life. And if there are several responsible people caring for your dog, dog, dogs, pets, have a meeting and put responsibilities in writing. Give everyone a copy and post it on the fridge. Better yet, create a schedule and people can check off after they've done their task. And this is so that the, the dog is being cared for. And they love routines. And the more that you can provide that stability, the easier it will be on them to feel safe and secure and they can relax. So, I mean, it can look like a lot. In the morning, one of the children gets up early, they take the dog out to go to the bathroom, and after the bathroom, they play and they feed them. Have breakfast, you know, take them to the, the dog escorts them to the bus stop, they leave, and mom comes back and you know, then it just goes on through the day. One thing too is oftentimes when transitions are happening, there may be new rules and limits and routine changes to adapt to. It's really, really helpful is if you talk to your dog about these changes. Listen, you know, we've had a change. This is what the change is. We're going to be, you know, going over to grandma's or you're going to be there for two weeks and while you're there for two weeks, I'm going to find a house. But grandma, it moves slow and she doesn't have a fenced in yard. So please be gentle with her. And she's got the neighbor that's going to come over and take you for walks. And you're going to go, this is what the schedule is going to be. And you want to try to, to, to just make it as gentle as possible. And again, take care of your pet's needs and comfort so that the the transition is as smooth as possible and it by doing that it really helps prevent behavioral problems Ooh, let's go to that next so some of the one we've already talked about is like house training you really want to keep that in place so on everything that you're doing anything that your dog is doing i, I believe in doing this every day anyway, but even more so during moments like that we're talking about difficult or potentially challenging times. Focus on the positive, anything you can praise. Your dog is just laying, chilling and having just not being, just relaxing. You know, a normal relaxing. Praise it. 
Your dog's not pulling on the leash. Praise that good heel or that good let's go. Your dog is chewing on their toy and not your furniture. Good. Chew on your toy. Because I can tell you that if you your praising is going to help reinforce what you want, punishment just deteriorates things. And it, not only your relationship, but it usually brings on more behavioral problems because your dog is like, it's not good. And then the people, it's not good. So if you focus on the positive, you're, you're reinforcing the relationship, you're reinforcing the trust, and you're reinforcing those good behaviors. And I can tell you, a major rule that's true is what you focus on is what you're going to get. And if you're complaining about that dog all the time, that dog's going to give you more to complain about. If you're praising that dog all the time, that dog is going to give you more because it feels so good. And in the other, they're just set up to fail. So it's just, it's really, I, I've watched this dynamic over decades and it's true. So focus on the praise. So let's talk about more of the different types of behavior and the rules that may change. Like maybe your dog is really solid, but all of a sudden now they're changing and, and they're getting food off the counter. Or, or they're doing damage to different things. Just find ways to either secure it someplace where your dog doesn't have access to it. Don't leave it out. And find a way. Okay, you're doing this. Let's come over and let's give you your dog bone. Take this other. Praise for taking the dog bone. And take the other and put it out. Or throw it out or do whatever. So it's a, a switch out. So what you're doing is you're transitioning to a better choice and finding a praise in there and just walk away. That It can be that simple. Now your dog starts jumping up and jumping on people and maybe, you know, putting their mouth on them and saying, oh, I want your attention. I want your attention. Goldens do that a lot. I want your attention. Give them a toy. First of all, put if they're, they're mouthing, put a toy in their mouth. That's safe. And when you put the toy and they take that toy, good. That's a good redirect to a positive and you get a praise and the jumping up just ignore it turn away go wooden just like stand still and when the dog stops and starts paying attention then it's like okay Josie sit your dog sits good sit now you get them attention a practice that I do is when I come home I don't make a big drama at the door I walk in the house, I set down my keys, put down my purse, walk into another room, the dog follows me, all happy, and then when they calm and start to disengage, then I turn and give attention so that it's healthy and we don't have all this big excitement. And then also, don't do big excitement when you're leaving. Hey, grab your keys, I'll see you in about two hours, I'll be back. So that you're not building this anticipation when you leave, and you have that drama at the door on the exit, and you're not having the drama on the return. And those things will help you to keep things calm. Chewing, we talked about that, but that's that um, taking what may be inappropriate and changing it out for something appropriate. And if there's brand new chewing on furniture, get some bitter apple, some lemon juice, something. And if it's a piece of furniture or rod that's really you're concerned about potentially damaging it with those two items, put put it on a piece of paper and attach the paper 
to the, and I'll just tape it in that area and then just reapply fresh each day until that behavior concern is over. Um, do avoid any rough housing during this time. You know, no wrestling, no who's going to win kind of thing with the, with anybody, with the kids, the man, you know, strong woman. Don't do that. Just, just keep it a little bit more low key. And, and one thing too is dogs, and this is a whole nother topic, is, um, okay, before we move on, expect some, you know, and when I'm talking about these things may happen, actually you should expect some surprise behaviors that are not usual. And because everything's so different. And not only is the dog experiencing changes, you are. So some of the things where you used to be predictable and present and guiding, you're not. And so the dog doesn't have those cues that they had before. So again, I just would say be positive, focus on what you want, tether, leash, if you need to secure your dog someplace, avoid punishment at all costs. So what do I have here? Steady, present. You may need to revisit the basics. And it may be a good idea for you both and or the whole family. And I would suggest the whole family. Routines may have changed. And this way you can identify holes and reinforce good manners and social skills and obedience. So talk a lot to your dog. Keep your dog secure to you until you are confident that your dog knows what the new routine is, knows where they live, is reliable, and that you can count on that. And also check the laws. Um, you may have had a, you might have lived someplace where it was rural and your dog was off lead all the time and was able to run around, but then you move to a more urban area or a city and they're saying it's a leash law. So you want to know about those things. Keep you out of trouble. So let's see, did I miss anything here? And when you're also, you're going to have new people and new animals in your dog's life. So you're going to want to go back to the basics on greetings and how to make them positive and safe. And we can talk more about that later. But just remember to be gentle with yourself and with the other people and with all of your pets. Give yourself space and give yourself time as well, right? And don't forget to hug your dog. That's some of the best medicine you can get. So that's it for today.